Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker. Greetings, everyone. Welcome welcome to the Finishing Well podcast. Uh, We're in the month of December, and on today's podcast, we want to talk about, you know, getting families together over the holidays. I expect uh, your family will be getting together. You'll be with lots of generations. And with me to talk about that is Randy Hess, uh, who works with me and communicating to you and sharing our vision for what God has for us. Welcome, Randy. Great to see you. Good morning, Hal. (laughs) Good to see you. Well, I'm glad you're here, and I'm looking forward to interacting with you and all of our listeners on this topic today. So let me uh, paint just a quick biblical background and just a personal background. You know, parents are to teach their kids. You know, whether it's Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child, Deuteronomy 6, talk about these things when you're in your home, when you're walking. But our kids grow up, and we need to keep talking about these kinds of things. And that's the purpose of this podcast today. I love the verse in Proverbs or Psalm 71, verse 17 and 18. Oh, God, you've taught me from my youth, and I still declare your wondrous deeds as an aging person, as a grandparent. Uh, Don't forsake me when I'm old and gray until I declare to this generation your power and all your works that are to come. So we have a mandate, Randy, and all of us listening here to keep communicating who God has been and is and will be to us, to those generations coming behind us. So when we're together in our homes or in our kids' homes or in our grandkids' homes or wherever we are, in a church meeting, in a church uh, Christmas party, or whatever it is, where there are lots of generations, our mission is to love them and to communicate the presence and purposes of God in their lives. And that's what we want to talk about. Uh, The first thing, I I just want to say, uh, Christmas and holidays are just a tremendous time to be together. I mean, I, you know, our grandkids and our adult kids from California are coming in. They'll spend all Christmas with us. You know, it doesn't happen often and out the year. But, you know, our kids here in Dallas will be here. So we'll have three generations. You know, we used to have four until our parents went to be with the Lord. But we'll have generations together in our home. And Randy, just, I mean, it's really special. I don't know about you and Julie, uh, having your kids in your place or being with them, there's something unique and special about that, isn't there? Yeah, always, Al, always. And you cherish those times when we can get people together. Uh, But Christmas is is just probably the most special uh, to watch uh, uh, the young ones in action with Christmas uh, festivity, so to speak. But yes, it's it's a time how for me of kind of renewal of my spirit, uh, and I'm just being personal and selfish about it. And I think my wife is the same way. It just does our hearts good to to just sit with them and and listen and uh, observe 
And then uh, we really don't have to do anything. We don't have to say anything except to be there and be part of it. But we also try to gather in. Uh, usually somebody wants to play games or cards somewhere along the way. And that's always a good discussion with three or four or five people. Uh, we, we gather around, of course, for, for gift giving. And that's fun. And there, there can be a lot of, of um, a lot of interaction about the grace of the Lord and the blessings that come with knowing the Lord is with us and knowing the Lord uh, is being honored by uh, our family. And, and so I just, I'm with you, Hal. I, I can't say enough about uh, simply the joy that comes from, from times like this. And for those who are, uh, and unable to bring family together and uh, have that kind of uh, of experience, we would we would just like to encourage you uh, to to reach out to anybody, reach out to a friend, reach out to someone in your church, reach out to uh, uh, a friend in your neighborhood, and invite them over. Invite somebody to come and talk with you. Invite somebody to just uh, visit, and uh, it doesn't have to be a tremendously you don't have to provide some sort of big meal or anything. Just ask them to come over and spend a little time and talk about uh, what's going on with uh, your your lives and and uh, do it in a, in a sense of uh, joyfulness. And I think if you can find that in your life, uh, family is important to a lot of us. It's uh, key, but it I'm not saying it's the end-all be-all of having a time of joy in the spirit with Christmas. I think you can do it other ways. Well said. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I want to talk about a couple things that we can do. And you mentioned one of them. I think it's the most important. Uh, number one, just being with people. You know, we are energized by being with our kids and grandkids and others, as you mentioned. I love being with people. And it's just amazing. Uh, the critical thing I want to mention, first of all, is the importance of listening. You know, how do you keep your ear to the ground for things that your kids and grandkids and or friends or neighbors are going through? You know, just I think you you make mental notes. So my kids are coming to my house. My grandkids are coming to my house. My neighbors come to my house. Do I listen to what's happening in their lives? Or do I care? Or do I well, care? Yeah. <laughs> great. Do I care about what's going on? Well, you, you have to care if you're going to listen well. Or do you just want to talk about your stuff? And I think it's just critically important to listen. Uh, keep your ear to the ground for what you pick up. I mean, even starting with your spouse, what are they concerned about this Christmas? What are the things that weigh on their mind? Your adult kids, what, what do they wish for? What are they occupied with? What are their pressures in their life? What do they think about? What are they wrestling with? And then you get to your grandkids. I mean, whatever ages they are. I mean, little people, what, what do they like? What do they enjoy? What are they frustrated with? What makes them upset? What makes them quiet? What makes them want to talk? Uh, what, what do they wish for? I mean, uh, we got teenage grandkids, as many of you, uh, I'm sure everybody out there. Uh, you know, what, what are they being consumed by in their media worlds, you know, in their phones, on the Internet? What what? 
What makes them tick on the inside? And you can ask a zillion questions on this. You know, like I do my, what are you listening to on the internet? What's the best way uh, to capture what's going on inside of your head as you think about school, as you think about life, as you think about hobbies, as you think about sports? You know, and asking what what are your ambitions? What what do you wish for? You know, uh, Christmas is a halfway point in the school year. Whether you're a college kid or a high school kid or elementary kid, you know, what are you learning about being with somebody and observing them? Uh, does that make sense, Randy? How do you just capture where people are and you're processing this in your own mind, taking notes of them? Well, yeah. <laughs> that we, we talk about that, Hal, in just about every podcast, don't we? One way or another, it seems like. So those of those of you out there listening to us, if you if you've listened, if you tuned in much at all, I, I guess you probably pinned down some themes that we seem to uh we seem to try to pound through and uh and and hope resonate with people out there. Uh I hope, I hope. You you hear us trying to do it in a way that's uh, supportive to to you and encouraging to you. Uh, and if it's if it sounds like it's challenging to you that you don't hear us being accusing anybody of anything or suggesting that there's something wrong. All we're trying to do is say, from our experience, am I right, Hal? From our experience from what we see and what's going on out there, from the many, many groups that, uh, that you have dealt with through the years. We hear things. We tend to hear things uh, from people about and, and witness things about how they do things and what, what they don't do and what they think they need to do more of. And one of the things that just really smacks us in the head or uh, you know gives us a smack upside the head, so to speak, is the point that sometimes people are really more interested in talking about themselves than listening to the other party. And unfortunately, that's particularly true of us seniors, unfortunately. And while we are interesting people, while we have a lifetime of interesting stories, while we have tons and tons of experience to share, we're not going to find people interested in listening to those stories, um, listening to our experience, listening to our wisdom. This is Randy Hess talking now. This is my belief. Al, let me know if you agree with me or if you don't. But they're not going to do that unless they think we are tuning in to them unless they think we know about them, unless they think we care about them. And there is a big way to start doing that. And that's during these gatherings, listen just a little bit better and observe what's going on, Even, no matter what age they are. No matter what age they are, listen and talk to them. Try to talk to them in their own language, if, if that's possible, in the sense that you may be using a little bit different wording and phrasing and uh, and just trying to communicate with them and let them know how much you care for them. And I think that'll be the start of them listening to you as well. So I'm sorry, Hal, for getting on my high horse on that one. But you you hit a you hit the uh, 
the nail with me. You hit the nail on the head, which is if we if people could listen just a little bit better to other people, they actually learn. They actually learn a little more about what their issues and concerns are, what's going on with them. And you find ways to talk and give stories that are relevant to that if they want to hear from you. Randy, one on just an incidental note, one of the books I've read this past year that has really been encouraging to me is by a friend named Rod Wilson from Vancouver Region College. He wrote a book called How to Change the World with Three Sacred Sayings. And here they are. Thank you. I'm sorry. And tell me more. Let me say them again. Thank you. I'm sorry. Tell me more. So how many times could I do that with my family and generations? Just tell me more. Thank you for what you add to my life. I'm sorry if I did something to hurt you or offend you or I didn't listen to you. I mean, it's just really crazy. And then the last one, always tell me more. So I think about that with the generations, uh, work, working with your adult kids, grandkids. Uh, what, what do you dream of? What is challenging? What has been painful? You know, and thinking reflectively over the year, you could ask all your kids, what, what has been the hardest thing you've gone through this year? What has been the most challenging? What has been the most painful? Is there anything you've gone through that's made you a little bit fearful of the future? You know, all the things that are going on in our world today. Tell me more. I want to hear what you think. I want to hear how you're helping your kids to process all of this. And how can I help you? Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. I think those are the kinds of things. You keep your ear to the ground and make notes. Uh, you know, and the second thing I'd say, not only to listen on all of these spheres, but Think in your own mind and your heart, being led by the spirit, how do you develop an intentional game plan to follow up on any of these things you're learning about your kids and grandkids and your friends and people in your church? I, I think the spirit wants us to be thinking about, well, how can I, and this leads to another, how can I encourage them? You know, it's not as if you jump in right away and tell your experience, well, here's what I did when I was in that day. I mean, but you listen. And you think about, God, help me to learn a process of following up on these things so I can really, and this leads to the, the third one and the final thing I'd want to say, how do you encourage people? Uh, but so you listen, you get your uh, facts lined up. I mean, you, you, you actually learn what's going on in your adult kids, your grandkids, your friends, people in your church. What are they concerned about? Uh does it make a difference? And how do, you, how do you think? How do you process that? And what can you do to encourage them? Is there something you could say? Is there a note you could write up? You make mental notes. How are you going to follow up on this after they go back home? You know, what do you want to communicate? How do you want to communicate? How do you want to communicate differently with your family in 23 than you have in 22? I mean, you're processing all of this stuff. And then the last, I mean, the third thing I'd want to say, you, you just want to encourage your kids. I mean, you want to encourage your grandkids. You, uh, you want to pray for them. You want to bless them. So they come to your house and they, they experience relationships with you. And when they finish and go back home, I want to ask the question, do they feel blessed and encouraged? 
or do they go back home? Guy, you know, there's some hard things we experienced, but uh, you know, you want your kids, you want people to go back home and be encouraged and strengthened and say, my mom and dad, my grandparents are more behind me than I've ever felt. Or even people in your church as you're with them over the holidays. Do people feel that you've really encouraged them and they're really blessed uh, as a result of having been with you? Does that make sense, Randy? It does, Hal, completely. Um, And I'm glad you're talking about it because I think it's important for us to be reminded of that. Uh, when we have the opportunity to get together as a family, and the and Christmas is oftentimes that opportunity. Often it's it. It's it, 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 there are there are others. Thanksgiving we just we just had one, uh, and there are others. But I'm saying Christmas is a special one. So uh, people travel to be together and uh, and look forward to it. And it's a time of hopefully it's in those. Uh, situations how where you have kids coming adult kids who are who are just uh you know busy working 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 uh this might be an opportunity for them that they have they don't get very much to have a few days uh to, to relax to relax and be around uh family and enjoy themselves maybe uh watch some TV, some games, and so on. And so it can be a really, really nice time of get-togethers. But it has to also be a time where we do intentionally, if we want to, I guess, build a little bit more of a relationship with our family, intentionally be around them in a listening mode or in a... a, um, at least a mode of being open to hearing what's going on with them rather than an attitude of, uh, boy, my life is, is, uh, a struggle right now. It's this, it's that. And I hope somebody sits down and just listens to me talk about it. Yes, we all need that when we're going through tough times that help that helps us. But with your family, maybe it's a time for you to also move to a different stage in that discussion about helping them see how you're handling that, how your how your faith is helping you handle that, how your faith is helping guide you through tough times at your age. And that can resonate big time, I believe, Hal. Uh, with the adult kids and with the older, uh, with the older great grandkids, they they notice things like that. They're very sharp in how they observe things. They don't say much about it, but you find out later in later discussions or from somebody else that something you didn't do, <laughs> something you didn't complain about, something you didn't. But something you said, you know, uh, in, in in your way of doing it, in your way of handling that, you said, I, I'm okay with it. And I, I know uh, the Lord's got my back. And I know that things are going to be fine. And I'm just so, so uh, blessed to be here with you today. And if you bring that attitude, I think even though they don't go, wow. That's a that's the most amazing thing anybody's ever said to you. 
they're thinking things about it, and they take those away. That's my fervent belief, Hal, based on my experience. Great insights, Randy. You made me think of one more thing. Uh, you know, just be intentional about looking for opportunities and or creating them to share what God's doing in your life and what you're learning, because we all have struggles. We all have challenges. And uh, your kids may not listen to you as much as you want to listen to them. Maybe they do. Maybe you're the I mean, they're watching you. But be encouraged uh, and to look for opportunities to share the kinds of challenges that God has us as aging people going through in our own lives. It's a great opportunity to share. And our, our wish would be that uh, this Christmas season and holiday season through January, and, and let's extrapolate anytime we can get together. I mean, if you're, if your kids live in your town, I mean, these are the kinds of things that ought to be habitual patterns of thinking in our lives. You know, what are we learning? Are we listening? Are we caring? Are we encouraging? Are we sharing our lives? Are we making an impact? Uh, because they certainly encourage us. I mean, I tell you, I get more out of life by being with my kids and grandkids. And those of you who have great grandkids, uh, our prayer would be that this would be a great season for you. Uh, one more thing I'd just simply add, uh, I'm involved, we're involved as Finishing Well Ministry with an organization called Legacy Coalition out of California which is focused entirely on being a grandparent and a great-grandparent. They have lots of good resources and things like that. If you want to scour through their website, LegacyCoalition.org, and uh, learn from them, see the resources they have. So, Randy, let's wrap this up. Any closing thoughts you think about uh, in, in terms of what we anticipate and what we would long for as parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, in a holiday season, the reason for the season is uh, to to you know to know Christ and to share what that blessing is to you to to be alive at your age, whatever it is to your family. That it's a blessing, and that wow. you're you're thankful for them. You're thankful for that, but you're thankful for your family as well. And you're, I mean, I think of. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. He's the center of our lives. He's the center of our families. He's the center of our purpose. He's the center of our church. He's the center of our community. And, and God really wants us to make and exalt him as being the very center of our lives. And we can give that picture to our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, and all people around us and encourage them to that end. I would be a marvelous holiday season. So uh, may God help you to think about those kinds of things. And uh, may the Lord bless you in every way. Pray for Finishing Well Ministries as we continue to encourage and challenge, strengthen the arms and hearts and minds of an older generation, of a senior generation, a capstone generation, living these important years for the Lord Jesus Christ. So pray for us. And uh, follow us, share this podcast with others, make it a topic of conversation in your Sunday school this Sunday or whatever, in your men's group, your women's group, and process this. And may the Lord bless you and encourage you. May God help us to be a light for him during this holiday season, starting with our own families and wherever we go. Thanks for being with us today. And may God bless and encourage you.
Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org slash podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.